the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Online at socialsecurity.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Which agenda do you prefer for the next four years, President Trump or Joe Biden's? That's a helpful way to aid voters in their choice this November. President Trump believes in the Constitution as proved most obviously by his two Supreme Court justices and 53 federal circuit court judges. Trump will continue his military buildup and his push for enforcement of the rule of law as demonstrated by Attorney General William Barr. Trump will continue his massive deregulation of the American economy. Biden, on the other hand, will almost certainly raise taxes and raise them significantly. Biden judges would be activist judges, likely seeing nothing wrong with the return of race-based rewards. And there's a very real potential that Biden will pack the Supreme Court, increasing the number of justices in a replay of Franklin Delano Roosevelt's failed effort in 1937. And under a Biden presidency, we'll see a, some sort of a Green New Deal. That's a fair statement of the expectations. I'm voting for Trump. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with the statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. With photos and videos from our events, news updates, live streaming, and yes, maybe even a selfie or two, the latest and greatest way to connect with The Patriot is to follow us on Instagram. Just simply search for AM1280ThePatriot on Instagram and we will be there. Just past 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, take a look at your forecast from the Homestead Road Weather Center. Mostly sunny today, we've hit a high of 83, and we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on AM1280ThePatriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up. History. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tainter. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Get your copy today at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you regardless of your age if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies 800-439-7409 800-439-7409 that's 800-439-7409 Paul Bunyan, plumbing and drains. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Paul Bunyan is chopping prices on water heaters. 
Get a 40-gallon atmospheric water heater with installation by a certified technician for just $999, plus permit if needed. If you're having problems with your worn-out water heater, call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains for their $999 special. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. Get a $2,500 learning voucher from Sylvan Learning for just $1,250 through this special offer from Sylvan and this station. Only two half-price Sylvan Learning offers available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers, or call the station now. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean once again? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and every week at 4 o'clock, I come to you live from the studios of 1280 AM, The Patriot, as we talk politics, Israel, and the law. We talk about some of the stories you may well have read about over the many uh, different stories you've read throughout the week, but others of which you uh, probably haven't heard of. And they're important. They uh, meet the, well, kind of the stories of the day, I would call them. But they're not on the headlines. This week, a bit different, out of Israel, a big story in the headlines. And uh, you would not be surprised to learn that we are uh, going to talk about it a bit here on the Victory Hour. And that is the peace deal between UAE and Israel, the United Arab Emirates, Abu Dhabi, And the Jewish state of Israel. Uh, Not for the past, what, 26 years, since 1994, have the Israelis uh, forged a peace deal with uh, any of its Arab neighbors. But this week, it happened again. Now, some would say that this is involving... A very small country, it's meaningless, has very little impact, if any. But uh, it's not the case at all. The UAE is uh, an important part of the Arab League, uh, an important part of the Sunni world. And you will see, I believe, some of the other Gulf states, and perhaps Saudi Arabia, who's very cold war with the state of Israel has existed for decades. And in fact, it was a hot war uh, as they assisted the adjacent Arab nations against a raid against the state of Israel and certainly more than one war. Uh, But it has been a cold war for several decades and Saudi Arabia maybe next, coming to the table. This has had an impact, by the way, on the governing authority, the governing power in the state of Israel, uh, and it may cause a fourth election. You know that the extension of sovereignty into the West Bank has been a significant issue. Uh, for the Netanyahu government and for the coalition that they were able to forge in order to develop a governing 
uh, coalition in, uh, in Israel. And the difference, the change that has occurred uh, through the UAE peace deal, which calls for a delay of any sort of annexation, extension of sovereignty talks. And, of course, it is not annexation, as we've talked about on this show a number of times. Uh, The West Bank uh, has and will always be Jewish land, uh, has been for thousands of years. Uh, But... Setting that aside, the practical nature of what where things sit on the ground in the West Bank has caused Netanyahu to push or delay any further action in the West Bank, and this peace deal with the UAE is a big, big deal. And it's one of the things that was called for in the peace deal, that is pushing to the back burner any extension of sovereignty in the West Bank, which affects the Palestinians. Uh, Who is opposed to this UAE-Israel deal? Well, anyone who hates Donald Trump and doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that he uh, put this together and uh, it could be the beginning of bridge building in the Middle East that may change the entire dynamic of the conflict there. It could very well, if Joe Biden is not elected and brings it down just like Barack Obama did after the Bush doctrine of the eight Bush years, uh, moving things closer to peace. And we can talk about why that was, as opposed to Barack Obama pushing it further and further and giving $150 billion to the Iranians, as well as allowing them to continue their research and development in ballistic weaponry, and now uh, the, the ban on weaponry to Iran is lapsed under that agreement that Barack Obama forged, and we may not get the votes to get that ban back up and running. Of course, this week we, we realized at the U.N. we did not get the votes to continue that ban. That's because of Barack Obama. Uh, who is it that's opposed to this UAE-Israel deal? Well, uh, Iran is opposed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Turkey, they're opposed. Uh, From the other end of the spectrum, Turkey, uh, uh, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, wants to uh, wipe Israel off the map like Iran, had good relations with Israel during a period of time, is a member of NATO, but Erdogan, no friend of the state of Israel, they're, they're opposed. Uh, but who else is opposed? Well, Ben Rhodes, that's Barack Obama's man. That's his guy. Ben Rhodes is opposed. He's Jewish. He's opposed. Uh, it's outrageous, but he is the poster child for the Jewish anti-Israel community. And he was the one who led Barack Obama's diplomatic efforts and policy uh, decision-making, really, along with John Kerry, as it related to the Iran deal and the doctrine under which that deal was done. You know, the Obama doctrine, uh, open up the cupboard, show everything, and then give everything. That's the Obama doctrine. (laughs) Getting nothing in return and, in fact, creating uh, a haven for the arsonist to uh, blow up and explode your entire kitchen where the cupboard was in the first place, which is what he did. Give them the fuel. Give them the $150 billion. Give them the pathway to nuclear weaponry. Give them the the, uh, ballistic weapons to deliver that nuclear weaponry. Uh, that's all that deal did. Ben Rhodes, brainchild. Ben Rhodes is a pro- opposed to the UAE-Israel peace deal. Isn't that amazing? These Democrats, peaceniks, doves. You get peace, you get a peace deal. Nope, not good enough. Shocking. Just shocking. So uh, 
I may book a trip to Abu Dhabi coming up here soon. Yes, I've got Israel on my passport a number of times, but I will now be able to go to Abu Dhabi. You may not realize the fact that because I've gone to Israel, I can't go to any of the Arab nations with that Israel uh, stamp on my passport. And uh, you can't go to those Arab nations. You know, they harangue about Israel as an apartheid state. It's a joke in and of itself. It's outrageous. It's one of the least apartheid-style states of any in the world. It is so free and open to all. But beyond that, it's these Arab countries that are clearly... Um, you know, I don't know if apartheid state is the right uh, term, but uh, they are haters. They're anti this, anti that. If you're gay, if you're a woman, you're not just second class citizens. You get hung from a tree if you're gay. If you're a woman, you walk behind your man. That's what happens in these countries. We're going to be right back and we're going to be joined by... My good friend and, and uh, you know, really tour Clark Griffith. Uh, we're going to talk uh, this week on the show, Politics in Sports. It's going to be a very interesting discussion. Uh, Clark Griffith, you of course know, he's the son of Calvin Griffith, who brought the Minnesota Twins to the state of Minnesota. In 1961, Clark Griffith, namesake of Calvin Griffith's uncle, Clark Griffith, who who uh, raised Calvin Griffith. And uh, we're going to talk not just baseball, but we certainly will do that. But we're going to talk about uh, politics and sports generally and what what is happening uh, to our political world crossing over into sports and how it might affect the entertainment world of sport. Stay with us. Go to parkerdk.com where you'll find what uh, many refer to as an award-winning website and learn a little more about Parker Daniels' keyboard. We'll be right back with Clark Griffith. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your student's first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. 
He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. By the way, next week on the Victory Hour, we uh, are planning to have the Consul General of the State of Israel from the Midwest region. That would be the U.S. Ambassador's Office from the State of Israel here in the United States, the Consul General Aviv Ezra will be joining us as our special guest, and we're going to talk about the United Arab Emirates-Israel peace deal forged this past week by Bibi Netanyahu and Crown Prince Zayed uh, with the significant, enormous help from President Donald J. Trump's administration Uh, and Jared Kushner in particular. Uh, It is a a, uh, a miraculous feat, one that the Obama administration came nowhere near achieving. All they could achieve was giving over lock, stock, and barrel everything to Iran, including $150 billion and more, one of the worst enemies of peace in the world. Forget about the worst enemy of the West, which they may well be. Forget about the worst enemy and and an existential threat to the Jewish, one and only Jewish state in the entire world, the state of Israel. They are perhaps the biggest threat to peace in the world. No, it is not Donald J. Trump's administration that is. They just forged a peace deal. Again, Barack Obama did nothing of the kind, and don't lie about it. And don't believe the media if they tell you otherwise. It's bunk. So next week, we'll have Aviv Ezra with us on the show to talk about the UAE-Israel deal, to talk about potential new elections uh, in the state of Israel that could uh, really impact uh, to a positive nature Uh, relations with the Palestinians. Believe me, the stronger the coalition is in Israel, the more likely the peace deal uh, becomes a reality with the Palestinians. And as I have said on this show many times, while it looks the darkest today, I believe we're closer to peace than we have been in 30 years between Israel and the Palestinians. Because when the Palestinians cannot turn to hate, destruction, and death, they will turn to peace. The problem is today they can turn to those former terrible things because Western Europe allows them to, gives them cover. The other Arab nations do. Well, those Arab nations are starting no longer to give them cover, starting no longer to allow them to say, no, we're not going to the negotiating table, even though Bibi Netanyahu says he will with no preconditions. No, Western Europe keeps giving them cover. Well, that day may be coming to an end when you start to see Arab countries take the lead to negotiate with Israel and forge peace deals. The Palestinians cannot be left out of that. This is a big deal. And Aviv Ezra will be on the show next week to tell you all about it in much more in-depth detail uh, than I've touched on here. 
For now, though, let's turn back to politics in the United States. What do we have? We have coronavirus politics seeping into public health decisions. Enormous political impacts. Why? Because generational businesses have been lost. People's jobs have been lost. Bankruptcies have already climbed. Suicides have climbed. Depression has climbed. And we haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg. Believe me, six months to 12 months down the road, when the numbers start rolling around as the economy is starting to come back, we have a vaccine, etc., it's too late for a lot of people. And the death and destruction that's come from this disease and come from the fact that, unfortunately, liberal Democrats, overly protective as it comes to those who don't need protection, and not protective enough to those who absolutely need protection and are at high risk, have caused death. A lot of it. No excuse for it. But the numbers are what the numbers are. And I have the numbers. And CNN ignores those numbers. And MSNBC ignores those numbers. We've talked about them on this show half a dozen times at least. We're going to talk a little more about that in sports Today with uh, Clark Griffith, we're also going to talk about Black Lives Matter. And yes, the saying, Black Lives Matter, as I've said many times, I agree with that saying. The organization, no. No. Bigoted organization that it is. Racist organization that it is. Anti-Semitic organization that it is. And I will say that out loud. Until they change their founding documents. Until they care about blacks being murdered in the streets of New York, Chicago, L.A. Whether it be by police or others. Do they really care about Black Lives Matter? Or do they just care about anarchy and tearing down law enforcement and law and order? Or the law at all? Well, now they're getting into sports. And these fools who are great on the court, great on the field, ain't so great when it comes to figuring out politics. Because you've got anarchy, you don't have law and order, you don't have sports. You know, I'm joined by my friend today, uh, Clark Griffith, and uh, Clark was chairman of Major League Baseball's pro- Major League Baseball Properties, and he uh, knows quite a bit about the runnings of baseball. He's the son of Calvin Griffith as well. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but I want to welcome and thank him for being in studio with me today. That is Clark Griffith. How are you, Andy? Great to have you with I, me. I appreciate your comments about the uh, treaty with the UAE, and that I think you're exactly right. Well, I'll tell are, you. Are you telling me also because I have Israel on my passport, I couldn't go to Bahrain? Yeah, you may well oh not be God. able to. Okay. I was you, stationed in Bahrain in the Navy, so I wanted to go back there. Well, Maybe soon, not now. No, but soon enough, uh, I think Bahrain's going to be one of the next two, three to yeah, have a peace deal so with too. Israel. So give us a call, 651-289-4488. Clark, you know, I wanted to ask you first, before we get into the COVID and sports issue and whether it come back and college football, et cetera, uh, and before we get into uh, Black Lives Matter being painted on the mound and and, uh, people having uh, protest insignias on their uniforms, uh, setting aside the kneeling for the national anthem. Uh, I wanted to ask you something that was very interesting to me. And let, let me give you my take on it, because I, I don't want to, you know, put you on the spot here. Um, as, you know, we all have, uh, most of us, a very warm place and close relationship with our fathers. And Calvin Griffith brought to the state of Minnesota Major League Baseball in 1961. I believe Calvin had become president of the team, owner of the team, the year before 
when no. Clark Griffith passed away? More like 1956. Okay. Okay. So he, he was he was there for a, f- a few years. Few years. And he brought the team to uh, Minnesota in 2010 when the when Target Field was inaugurated. Uh, a statue, many statues out front in Statuary Hall, if you will, as you walk in down this outdoor corridor. Uh, there were many greats, Minnesota Twins greats, and you were greeted by a statue of Calvin Griffith, who who started it all here in Minnesota, factually started it all. Now, a lot of people argued that, you know, he, he was uh, very tight with his pay to players uh, on the and, and Twins. Exe- and executives and family. And, and executives right. and family as well. <laughs> You know, and and I and I think Rod Carew knew it uh, only too well, but um, he uh, he got in trouble in you know, and so he brought it in 1961. He got in trouble in 1978 when he gave a speech at the Wasika Lions Club, and he said, "I'll tell you why we came to Minnesota." It was when I found out you only had 15,000 blacks here. Black people don't go to ball games, but they'll fill up a raising a wrestling ring and put up a chant that'll scare you to death. It's unbelievable we came here because you've got good, hardworking white people here. And that statement uh, was made by Calvin, and it caused him a great response from the Minnesota community, and uh, ultimately, he obviously sold the team to the uh, Polads. But let me also uh, tell you that those who played for him, many of those who played for him, including the great Rod Carew, who is a social justice guy himself, uh, Caruso said recently, just a couple of months ago, in 1991, the first person I called after I was told I had been elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame was Calvin. I have long forgiven Cal for his insensitive comments and do not believe he was a racist. Calvin passed away in 99. That was not my personal experience with Calvin Griffith prior to or following that day in 1978. That's what Rod Carew said about your father. When we come back, I want to get your comment okay. uh, about uh, you know your father's comments at that Lions Club dinner, uh, Rod Carew's view of the situation, and the fact that Calvin Gri- uh, Griffith's statue that I referred to going up in 2010 was removed and taken down uh, just uh, a few weeks ago. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that, what that statue re- removal means as politics seep into sports. Stay with us. We'll be right back with Clark Griffith. Well done. You did it nicely. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? 
If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Go to ParkerDK.com. You'll learn about a premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis, Parker Daniels Keyboard. Growing, expanding, even during this coronavirus. We have been uh, very busy. Uh, But give us a call if you have uh, litigation, legal needs, dispute resolution needs. We will represent you zealously and aggressively. Uh, I uh, am talking today with, with Clark Griffith, and we just talked about a quote from his father who brought the Minnesota Twins to Minnesota in 1961, a quote from uh, a Lions Club meeting uh, in 1978 from his father uh, with... Uh, some words that many take and I think could easily be taken as racist. Rod Carew's comments uh, uh, certainly were that he uh, never believed that Calvin Griffith was racist. And I, uh, I'd i like to hear what uh, his son Clark Griffith has to say about that episode in uh, Calvin's life and in part uh, caused him to move on and sell to the Polettes. Well, I'll tell you something. I remember that very well. It was a devastating moment in our lives, and uh, he and I fought over that tooth and nail for a long time. Uh, He felt enormous remorse for what he'd said. He apologized to many people, many black people, many that that he had friends, friends, players, all this. I asked him where he learned that information. Okay, it's basic demographic information that's available to almost anyone. He said that the people from Minneapolis who came to Washington to talk him into moving his team from Washington, D.C. to Minneapolis, St. Paul, there was one fellow especially, an executive of the Star Tribune, who kept emphasizing the racial differences between Washington, D.C. and Minneapolis, St. Paul. And that's the quote that— got Calvin hung, and that's the quote from the Minneapolis Star Tribune executive that was so so telling in his decision to move because he kept harping on it as being very important. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, when you say that you fought tooth and nail with your father about his comments. What are you? Uh, what are you referring to? What position? My did you my take? Uh, my position was: you have to apologize. You have to make a complete public apology for what you did. You have to admit the wrongfulness of it, and uh, and and he wouldn't do that. And that was back in 1978 that you were saying yep, this. Yep. 
Yeah, and uh, his statue gets taken down uh, nonetheless. Do you, you know, I mean, Rod Carew's view is that, and, and, and Rod had an extended uh, relationship over many years with your <laughs> With your father, and, well, it, and it was heated and, and not always friendly. Well, well, Rod and I had a good relationship, too. We used to play tennis together, and we saw, we were about the same age. We used to see each other a lot. He loved to tell me, he says, Clark, you know your dad likes me more than he likes you. <laughs> and I said, yeah, Rod, because you're the better hitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that, isn't that right? But, I mean, do you, do you think your father, you think it's right to have his statue removed? Well, it's it's the times, uh, and they're absolutely without, you know, control, and the uh, radical left is pretty powerful, and uh, you can't you can't resist them. I mean, it's hard to resist people who burn down your city. Well, that's true. I I, I do want to comment. The twin to... twins by were actually afraid of having violence at the park because of it. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, you know, the comments, as you point out, and got into uh, long-lasting, I, I think it had an effect on your relationship, as you've described it in the past, with your father. Uh, you know, th- that indicates the difficulties with the comments that uh, he made. But here's, here's my uh, response that I'm not quite understanding is you got Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, who's repeatedly putting on blackface in years gone by, and he's given a complete, unadulterated pass by the left. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know why? Of course, it's a simple analysis. Well, it's one rule for the for, for D liberals. And, yeah, he's D. got the D. Right. And it's not just him. Robert Byrd, a Ku Klux Klan grandmaster, a uh, leader of the Democratic Party, uh, a lion in the Senate, revered by many across the board. Including Joe Biden. Including Joe Biden. Uh, you know, you have Strom Thurmond, who was in the Democratic Party. The vast majority of his political career, which was long, decades, uh, I believe fifty more than 50 years long. And, uh, you know, Democratic Party, unquestionably a segregationist. And then you have Joe Biden himself having made comment upon comment upon comment recently and dating way back against the black community that are racist comments, even about uh, uh, Barack Obama. And all of them get a pass. Calvin Griffith's uh, statue gets removed, nonetheless. Hard to understand. Well... I think your answer may may well be may well be it. Listen, and I don't say it, nor do you, to condone Calvin Griffith's comments in 1978. Can't, can't that is it. not I, what I, this is about. I said you have to apologize and walk away from that and make it sincere. Yeah, and he wouldn't and, do it. No, and and so, listen, you uh, you remove his uh, statue and you give the rest of them uh, uh, the pass, apparently. And maybe it is because he didn't uh, apologize that, you know, the statue uh, is removed. But he's certainly a huge part of history of the Minnesota, yeah, appreciate that. Minnesota yeah. Twins. Uh, let's talk a minute about uh, the impact of COVID-19 on, on baseball and then uh, sport generally. How are you viewing this, uh, Clark? Well, COVID-19, as it erupted in America in the uh, late winter, caused the disruption of every sports league. About the middle of March, leagues started canceling seasons, okay? They're just now starting up again. And uh, the, 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 major, the major leagues, uh, National Hockey League, National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, are all back in operation, and we'll figure it out. And they won't get – they've got a lot of money and a lot of support behind them, so they won't get injured. The National Football League is uh, ready to ramp it up. It's curious, by the way. They're going to they're schedule play on September 10th. But you know what they're waiting for? They're waiting for permission from governors to have people in their stands. And if uh, people don't allow – the governors don't allow them to have a meeting of more than 10 or 50 or 100, they're going to they're gonna play empty, okay? But uh, – the big effect of COVID-19 on sports has been on the colleges. You just have seen that the Big Ten Conference and the Pac-12 Conference 
have canceled their football seasons and their other game, other leagues, other seasons of other sports, to devastating effect on college athletic programs, which require that revenue to operate not only the football team or the other team, but 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 the other games that are played there, volleyball and whatever they have, and track and field, and pay for scholarships and all that. This is devastating for those people. And I, I believe that that all occurred when a guy named Sheldon Johnson, a, a, an economist or some kind of analyst at the University of Illinois Champaign, predicted that if the Big Ten Conference were to play this year, up to seven players would die. Okay? <laughs> and when he said that, they were essentially done. If you, can, you can contemplate a few people getting sick with COVID-19 and probably not even survive, not, not even showing symptoms but, uh, and surviving after 10, 10 days or two weeks, even though they're very ill. But dying is another story. And uh, he later recast his projection. Yeah, he recast it just like uh, everybody has been recasting their modeling. And, you know, I I don't uh, chuckle at all about death for sure. I mean, it's horrific what this virus has brought, the wrath that China has brought around the world from this China virus. But, uh, you know, I will tell you that... uh, these predictions of death have have all been wrong. They've been outrageous. They've been ridiculous. We've talked about it on this show a number of times regarding Governor Walls and Jan Malcolm, who should be, you know, who should who should have resigned or been retired involuntarily long ago because of uh, what she has um, uh, forecast, along with her. Experts, quote unquote, scientists—they're all been wrong. They're the forecasts were made on a cell phone. I understand. Yeah, I think that cell uh, phone calculator. That may be the way that it has been done, and unfortunately, it's now affecting college college football. We're going to be right back. Uh, make sure you stay with us. We've got much more to talk about regarding politics and sports. We're going to talk about Black Lives Matter and finish up this discussion about uh, COVID nineteen in sports and. Talk a little about what we have in store for the coming uh, fall winter seasons. Give us a call at 651-289-4488. I think we've got Conrad from St. Louis Park. If you can hold on, we'll get you on the other side of this short break. Go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour every week, 4 p.m. on Sundays, 1280 a.m. The Patriot. Replayed again on Freedom 1570 at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We talk politics, Israel, and the law this week. No different. Our special guest, Clark Griffith talking politics in sports and both uh, the division in politics and the unity that sports is to bring to all of us are in conflict now. Start not entirely starting, but in large part starting in 2016 when Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel for the national anthem, making millions of dollars, this young 20-something. Tens of millions. Yes, decided, uh, well, now America doesn't deserve this respect because it does have warts. And America does have warts. Racism does exist. It needs to be blotted out, and we need to be vigilant every single day. But does that mean that you disrespect the American flag. I mean, just in my judgment, it does not. There are other ways to deal uh, with that. But that issue has spun off into a lot of other politics and sports, not just the NFL, in which it has uh, festered and the NFL has lost many of their viewership, but in some of the other major sports as well, but not PGA Golf and not the NHL, and their viewership has only gone up. Clark, what do you uh, well, me, what do you think about politics me, and sports? Let me tell you a story. When I got the job with uh, properties, I decided that we're going to change the nature of the business and we make it a marketing promotion broadcast. And that's Major League Baseball Major League properties. Baseball. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and we, we had to start out by having an audience survey. We had to find out why people attended baseball games. We had to find out in detail why people attended baseball games so we could do the right things and not the wrong things. Out of that survey, the, what really jumped out at me was the fact that people went to games to avoid politics, uh, crime, politic, politics, anything like that. that, that was The you know, rancor of daily okay. activity. They want to avoid that nonsense, okay? They want to be able to go to a game with their, with their uh, neighbor who, who, with whom they disagree, and sit there and enjoy their, their time together watching a game where they both supported the home team or whatever, okay? So I report on this fact to the major league owners. When was this? 1976, probably. All okay? right, in the 70s. Good. In the 70s. So I report to, this, to these people, and I said, what you're facing here is that if you embrace political issues on your uniforms and your fences in your park, on your broadcast anywhere— that may pose an existential threat to your business, okay? People may just turn you off. And, they, and, and, and it actually became adopted as a shibboleth of the game, okay? And uh, until recently, until the rioting in March and the, you know, the, the, the emergence of radical groups that have now been embraced by major league teams, both in NBA and uh, Major League Baseball. And what, you know, what has happened, if you haven't been following, in Major League Baseball at least, uh, you know, America's sport uh, or pastime uh, around for, 
you know, uh, well over 100 years, 150 years. And a, a true American sport is that the division from politics has finally come home as Clark Griffith's rule is being ignored. Black Lives Matter now is strewn about the ballpark. It is on the mound. Now, some may say, well, you know, that's not controversial. That is a positive thing to be talking about. But, you know, let's take a look at that a a second. Uh, Black Lives Matter, and there was an article earlier this week that I want to talk about, really has uh, no question about the general hate and specific anti-Semitism, anti-nuclear family, anti-American values that they elucidate. And it creates a rift. It creates a division in their own uh, enabling language. They talk about... Uh, but, but Andy, nobody goes that deep into the analysis like no, you course. and I do. Yeah, right. And they, they don't go that deep into it, but they talk about anti-Semitic uh, rhetoric, uh, you know, anti-capitalist, anti-individual, anti-democratic, uh, all of these institutions. And you have to go no further than uh, Zudi Jazar, who is the president of the American Islamic Forum for Democracy, who is quoted as <clears throat> being a, a, a big part of Black Lives Matter, saying that Black Lives Matter, quote, is avowed neo-Marxist, anti-capitalist, anti-individualist, anti-democratic, anti-American. It wishes to erase and rewrite America's history, destroy and rebuild our institutions, and overthrow our political system. In short, it seeks to remake the entire country in its own image. I'm sorry. Uh, Jasser is is with the Islamic Forum uh, for Democracy. He is not with Black Lives Matter, but he's speaking uh, about it. It is devoted to anti-Semitism. It is very charter calls for the destruction of Israel and calling it an apartheid nation committing genocide. That's what Black Lives Matter stands for. Well, that's not what we're looking. We're looking at the simple statement of Black Lives Matter, and we certainly agree that that's true. Right. Absolutely the organization true. stands for things far different, and they are the ones who people give uh, money to, uh, and, and that is what they support. So, you know, that's a problem, uh, and I hope that uh, both presidential tickets uh, oppose that sort of uh, organization uh, and, and any culture that supports that. I can support Black Lives Matter for its simple statement of that Black Lives Matter because I agree with that. But my God, what you just read—it's pretty, pretty damaging, pretty scary. It is no question about it. And the NFL starts on their march and uh, allowing players to put protest insignia on their jerseys. The NBA doing the same and and worse. And the fact of the matter is, diver- diversity is called for. Uh, Clark, but uh, if you go by diversity, there are far more minority members on the field uh, than uh, white uh, players on the field. There are less, however, in ownership and Well, we just, we just had a situation in an MLS game where uh, uh, the, 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 the players kneeled for the national anthem and the fans booed. And that's so it may, you know, it may, that may well around. continue, and yep. it, may, it may well be coming around. We're going to watch for it, but uh, it could change sport forever. And I don't know if it's for a positive. Why can't we deal with politics in the political arena and enjoy ourselves in unity, in unity uh, with sports? It's a great unifier, and we should keep it that way. Well, another great week. Next week, we'll be with Aviv Ezra, Consul General of the State of Israel. Make sure you join us. Four o'clock Sunday, we'll talk politics, Israel, and the law. Have a great week. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope.
1280 The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. This is Sebastian Gorka. I know you know the deep state has been plotting to destroy Donald Trump. Now, read all the details in a new book by my good friend, Matthew Whitaker, the former acting attorney general. It's called Above the Law. Read it and learn how Obamagate led to an unprecedented attempt to take down a duly elected president. Above the Law by Matthew Whitaker. It's a must read this summer. Above the Law is available everywhere books are sold. Stay safe in your home with a $4,000 chairlift, now half off for just $2,000 through this special offer from Starlift and this station. There's just one half-price chairlift available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and half-price offers, or call